This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we are discussing embracing immaturity. Uh, and we wanted to bring on some people <laughs> to talk with us. It's like, hmm, who can, <laughs> who can hang out with us on an Ear Biscuit? Discussing uh, immaturity, embracing immaturity. <laughs> He's the most immature in the office. <laughs> so yes. we've got uh, Mike and Alex. Is that a compliment? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, well, you should you be know honored, what? man. Yeah. <laughs> I, that is the that thesis. Yeah. That by the by the end of this conversation, I think we will thoroughly unpack the fact that absolutely, it's a compliment. Welcome to the fold, boys. Wow, we're you, never sir. gonna grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to be here. <laughs> really? Yeah. In the realm of really? never growing up, yeah, not me. <laughs> Sorry we made you wait. No, I'm no. Sorry Link made you wait. No, it's good. Was, we're here now. I had to eat a salad, then um, I had to get salad out my teeth. I had to sit there and listen to him eat a salad, mm. which is always an experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we are gonna talk about uh, embracing immaturity, which is a chapter in the Book of Mythicality. We'll, we'll talk all about that. We're gonna talk about your guys Show ten feet tall. I'm wearing the t-shirt. I, I mean, see it. Looks great. Look at that. I mean, right you, on the you've pocket. Got, you've got a. You have a derivative ten feet tall. Right. You got the OG. On. We'll talk about that a little bit too, um, uh, because y your guys show kind of embodies that. But before we do that, you just passed another threshold. <laughs> I did. Yeah. As in, you had a birthday. Mm. I did. How old did you turn? Uh, well, we were going to celebrate your birthday. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's right. You weren't there for it. <laughs> I mean, it was. I missed my own birthday celebration here. Here at the office, because you you left sick. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> was I planning on that? I think. How old did you turn? I didn't mean to. What was Rhett's question? Twenty. Oh man, this is kind of hard to say. But twenty-eight. Oh god. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Why is twenty-eight hard to say? For me, that's scary. That's <laughs> spooky number. Okay. Yikes. It's a. Uh, it's a good number. You turned twenty-eight. Mike, how old are you? Twenty-four. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Oh, okay. Young crazy. Yeah, you turned twenty-five. One soon. month. Oh, man, wow. we're all crossing we'll thresholds on. here. Yeah, know? everybody has birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm you not. genuinely forgot though. What? Because you, you told people to get you cheesecake and then you just left and didn't tell. No, like, no, is that no. what happened? When no, you were sick? I didn't forget. Because they told me you were sick. <laughs> I was sick, yeah. It was, I mean, <laughs> I still ate the cheesecake. It didn't matter that you weren't here. <laughs> I'm, I was happy for everyone who enjoyed my cheesecake. What happened? I missed out. I mean, I came in to work that morning and then it was like, well, I don't know. You were there. It was like nine thirty, and I was looking at Mike, and I go, "There's no way." Like we were supposed to shoot that day, and I was just like, "I feel like I could throw up at any second. And then you looked I looked rotten. I looked green, <laughs> like the green. best I could describe. You looked like a sewer boy. A sewer boy. <laughs> I felt kind of like a sewer boy. I just felt <laughs> horrible. Like I was. I'm gonna sweating. have to look that up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> later. It should be added if it's not there. I was just sweating and also freezing at the same time. Ooh. And I was just like, I laid down on our couch up in our little loft and I was just like, Mike, there's no way I can shoot today. And then I was just like, I had a flight out at 4 a.m. that next morning. Oh, that uh, night. That night, yeah, Ooh. technically. Well, my flight was at six, mm -hmm. but I had to get in an Uber by four. And so I was just like, I have to go. So I went to Cody's office and I was just like, there's nothing good is happening. You vomited today. in there? No, I vomited when I got home. <laughs> And then I, yeah, oh yeah. But okay, but didn't you? Was it the day before that you shot that censored food thing? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't. Even, we didn't even really put that together. We, really, we sort of. Well, talked Stevie about that. was the one who said that because she was because the interesting thing was, and th that video is uh, is is out on this is mythical, but um, 
So you did the censored food video where everything that you're eating and is you're making <laughs> is, is censored visually, yeah. but everything that you're talking about is also censored yeah. verbally. <laughs> yeah. But she came. She she was explaining to me. She was like, "Alex is sick, and I think it's probably because of that." Uh, I think she might be onto thing. something. And the funny thing is, is they made gross stuff and they put like dirty mop water in one of the dishes, <laughs> and they didn't need to because the whole thing was censored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny how that works out. But. You gotta make I it don't real. Know. Huh? Yeah, well, it wasn't as authentic. I mean, I appreciate leaving our recipe out of that. It was censored for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Mop, okay, now you guys have one of the ingredients. Kind of, that's on me that I, I did that to you. Yeah, that's right. So I knew we'd see color. I'm, I suppose they could have changed that in post, but I said, we need something black. <laughs> that's right. We <laughs> always get something black in the mix, usually. But, yeah. but um, you don't think it was food poisoning? No, I felt horrible. I mean, I was in New York that weekend with my girlfriend, and it was just like awful. Like that whole week. It oh, was so like that's where you were thing. flying. Yeah, to, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. On a being on a plane sick is not good. Mm. No. It, well, I remember this is this is awful because I essentially just was like sick that whole time, and then I got on the plane and we're about to take off, and I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna throw up right <laughs> now." And then I was like, "There's a bag for that." It, well, it wasn't in front of me though, so I was like, "How could I get to the bathroom while the plane is taking off?" I was oh, like thinking, "Like you can't. Is that physically possible?" No, and I don't think it is. Well, yeah. you, you but probably could do it, but you would be tackled. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you telling me what? Did you look for the barf bag? Because that, no, they're not in the thing anymore. Is that real? You what gotta you go. Yeah, is it it's real? real? What? Yeah, it's, it's in the thing. Okay, yeah. in the nineties, tell it was me real. That. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Is it no, real? No, listen, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There's a barf bag in every. If you, there, you not see, in the seats anymore. You got to get them from the bathroom. On well, what uh, airline like, were you on? Delta. Delta's really? saving money. Not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, we're gonna save money on barf bags, but we're gonna lose a lot of money on having to clean up barf. What did you do? I looked. I. Toughed it out. You got to go deep into the pouch, though, man. Really? Yeah. So it's not in the pouch. <laughs> it's down deep. It's like oh. finding a baby kangaroo. <laughs> you, you've got to pull it open and stick your oh. hand way down in there. Or just barf into into the actual. But then we're taking off, and then it's coming back at me. You know? No, into know. the magazine holder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, that was an option. I don't know. I just like was in a catatonic, weird state. You staved it off yeah. while you were I taking like, off. It was like a mental battle. I was deep just breathing. Focusing. Yeah. Breathe out in through your nose and out through your mouth. It was an experience. I've never had a flight like that. The guy next to me probably thought I was on drugs because I was like, sweating. <laughs> this and, guy's like, obviously like, in withdrawal. Dude, yeah. You were giving. You were. You were contagious, man. Yeah. On a plane. But in love, you know, had to get had to <laughs> oh get out gosh. there. Had to get there. Had to get man. out there. That's another. Did she podcast. get sick? Uh, Later, eventually. I think she's all right. Okay. Ah, she'll be all right. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she talked to her. She already knew to keep her distance. <laughs> yeah, period. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Did you so uh, did you vomit anywhere? I only the only time I threw up was when I went home after work. Not in the plane. Not right. in the plane. And then you huh. got better while you were in New York. Yeah, then I just hung out in New York. Mm. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, it was lady. great. Cheesecake was great. Yeah, well, pretty good. I missed it, but it sounded great. Now you guys are roommates in mm -hmm. real life. That's yeah. not just for the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, boys, live together. <laughs> Make it happen. We, right. I mean, may, we may have done that anyway. <laughs> so, uh, when when he leaves, what what do you do? Get separation anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I tend to leave too. I guess, but, but <laughs> like that I'm makes not. it that makes it sound like I, I tend to leave too. <laughs> that makes it sound like I can't be alone. No, we well but, we do that because it's like. For scheduling, obviously, if one right. of us yeah. is the only other time anybody else. So you went be. back home. I did. Oh, you did. I did go. Your home. Your lives are getting in sync, just like <laughs> ours. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, you have man. To. You have to take yeah. uh, simul vacations. Yeah. Menstrual cycles. The yeah. whole night. <laughs> Everything. I haven't developed that yet. It happens. Well, 
Well, don't worry. <laughs> your your well. cycles come in. <laughs> uh, I've been synced up with you for years. I'm not man. old enough. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about <clears throat> your show. Uh, but I thought a good way to get into this whole embracing immaturity was to bring up this article. And it is a whole. Yeah, it is a, mm-hmm. a big, it's just like the pouch in, a, in, a, in the back of a airline <laughs> seat. Okay, back in uh, July of this year, we were featured, well, <laughs> we were mentioned in a New York Times article. Do you know about this? No. Uh, by Jennifer, is that Weiner or Weiner? This it's is the best part about Wiener. the about the article because I, I don't want to be. I, I mean, I'm already being immature about it, but I honestly don't know because you can say Jennifer Weiner. <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> Her last name is. You can say Weiner or Weiner, Weiner and I'm I'll sure that for she you. absolutely she absolutely hates. Oh yeah. This this conversation. Oh yeah. I went to school well, with a couple of Weiners, and it's Weiner. Yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Weiner wrote an article, an op-ed in the New York Times called "The Men Who Never Have to Grow Up." And the big picture that is featured here is Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> laughing in a field <laughs> in a flannel shirt and baggy jeans. Um, and the the premise of this article is basically that there is um, this sentiment that runs deep in American culture uh, that says boys will be boys and therefore men can get away with anything. You know, like we've got men who are in their 30s who mid to late 30s who should be grown-ups but act like kids and we excuse their bad behavior. So she talks about Teddy Kennedy and the whole uh, bridge situation with the girl that drowned. <laughs> and uh, like, Tactful. you know, the way, the way that, um, uh, when he, he's 37 years old at the yeah. time and like he was kind of excused for that because boys will be boys. And then they talk about, um, then but, all of a sudden they start talking. But talk- that wasn't, that's not current. It, it, she no, no, seemed no. to be talking about like a current trend that Donald Trump Jr. Well, is yeah, she, she the poster goes, boy of. She goes on to say, and this is when we get mentioned, okay? This is, and then she gets, she gets back into Trump here in a second, but <clears throat> we can laugh, but we should also recognize that Americans have a soft spot for our troublemakers and scamps. Scamp, <laughs> I didn't know that word. <laughs> who are, as Waylon, Waylon Jennings sang of Bo and Luke Duke, good old boys never meaning no harm. Start with YouTube, which is crammed with fellows in their 30s and 40s Mm. who have declined to put away childish things and have instead made their fortunes by singing love songs to their pillows or performing (laughs) trick basketball shots. And then the love songs to their pillows, there's a link. Is that us? Oh yeah, it is. That is us. Oh good, they linked to the video. More (laughs) views. Clicks. Millions of subscribers watch Reb McLaughlin and Link Neal, that's us. Both 39. (laughs) Ooh! Both 39. Not for long, baby. Eat bugs or play will it taco with pine needles. Uh, and then they talk about this other dude. Uh, and then they, uh, and then. Colin Furs, the 37 year old inventor with his 360 degree swing and his wearable Wolverine claws. Is also huge. huge. Moving on to Ryan Seacrest and then Chris Hardwick and then Billy Bush. Whoa, okay, we just escalated. Yeah, yeah. Now we're in Billy Bush territory and then she comes out of the bush and then she brings up uh, Donald Trump Jr. again, which <laughs> and, so, and Ryan Lotke. Yeah, right. So, and the idea, and she brings up the whole the, the Russia s- scandal, and his. In this point, everyone was talking about his meeting that he had, um, and so her point is is that there, this is pervasive in culture. But then she brings up scamps and troublemakers and throws us 
and by the way, Ryan Seacrest <laughs> and Chris Hardwick <laughs> to the mix. Ryan doesn't fit. He's no scam. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, but I, you think we fit? No, 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 no. You can say it. No, but uh. well, I, I think that in, first of all, there's lots of comments on this article, and thank you to all the mythical beasts who came in to comment and came to our defense and kind of pointed out some obvious. Now, first of all, credit to uh, Miss Weiner because. <laughs> She sorry, yeah, I'm not helping. I'm not helping. <laughs> she she did a th- she did the thing that you need to do when you write an article, and that is you gotta you gotta get people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted about this. I said I'm not sure why we were included, and then Chris Hardwick responded to that tweet, and he's obviously he's more popular than we are. He's tweeting about it. So congratulations, Jennifer, because people talked about your article. Mission accomplished. But I, thanks I, to you, I think one of the things we're going to talk about is the difference between uh, being a troublemaker or a scamp and being somebody who's young at heart and likes to have a good time. And I think she conflated those things. Well, can we just get out of the way the fact that we are we, we are professional comedians. Whether you're a male, a female, <laughs> no matter who you are, if your job is to be an entertainer and a comedian, I, it's there's a long, long history of, irrespective of your age, embracing immaturity as part of the job. A part of the job, right? I mean, I'm I'm not a freaking politician or the son <laughs> of one. Yeah, and we're not getting away with things or morally questionable things because we're having a good time acting like fools. And and we're but the accusation is that we are contributing to a culture a culture where. Oh, you—you you know, boys will be boys. Just—it's just harmless little scampage. Just—just just, uh, let them off the hook, kind of thing. Because this is the example that we provide. I, there's a disconnect there, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just—I I don't get it. Well, I, I don't get the connection. Well, I, one, I can't remember what Hardwick uh, tweeted, but he basically said something like, "I am a responsible adult who, you know." Owns a company and or, or whatever we can say the same thing. Uh, married with children, fathers of teenagers by, at this point, um, uh, running a, a, a media company in Los Angeles. Uh, so there's a mature part. Like we've taken responsibility, responsibility. for our own, responsibility for our own actions and our own. Um, you know, I would even say influence. Yeah, but but that is unrelated to acting like a fool for the sake of entertainment. I think, and you guys act like fools pretty much <laughs> nonstop. I mean, we say one of the tenets of mythicality in the book is tomfoolery. Bringing that back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as a term. Curiosity, creativity, and tomfoolery. Um, I mean, but, you're building a whole show around it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You feel guilty now? No, well. <laughs> you guys second guessing? No, I, th- I think it's weird to, I just think it's a weird thing to call people out for. Also, it's just like, I feel like people want to discredit things. So they see like, oh, this is like a fun, goofy thing. Uh-huh. And they want to discredit it as like, oh, it's silly and dumb. When in reality, I've, as people who work behind the scenes on a bunch of shows here, it's like there's so much creativity and things that go into the all the work here. And I don't know, people just want to discredit that without giving it any credence for a reason I don't understand. Well, it's, and it's, well, and this is, we, we say this all the time. It's like, we, try to be very smart about being stupid, right? We try to do yeah, stupid exactly. things in a smart way. So it's 
and you and that's what you guys do is it so you have your uh the the reasons that you come up with on the show to do the things that you're going to do uh for the sake of entertainment uh, make it seem like you're just a couple of guys who kind of sit in a loft all day <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. wait until something inspires you. Um, but you guys also produce the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we do everything with the show. I mean, it's a lot. I wish that we could just sit down in that loft <laughs> and come up with the things that everyone would come up with. But There's it's, an element of that. Yeah. But we're not that person 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. Yeah, or exactly. Or we'd never get, the show wouldn't get done. We'd never right. be able to do anything. We'd just be doing really stupid <laughs> stuff all So <laughs> I'd say naturally, sure, we're, we're imbeciles for maybe, uh, let's say, yeah, 50-50 part of the day, sure. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but it's like we do sit around and we talk about why why do we want to do this idea. That's yeah. okay. That's a good question. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> like, what, what goes through your minds when you come up with the things that you guys want to do on the show? I think the main thing, the first thing that drives us is, has anybody done anything like this before? Mm -hmm. And I think that drives all the shows here for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Especially GMM, I mean, it's like the main thing. I mean, we're always cross-checking everything to be like, has anyone done anything Mm -hmm. even like this before? And so I think we have a little bit more like pull to kind of do way off, out the wall, out the wall stuff. <laughs> Not even off the wall, we <laughs> out, out the, the wall. wall. Well, people have said off the wall, so yeah. you made a choice right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna say people out the wall. People are saying off the wall, it's out the wall. Right. For 10 feet tall, Right. which <laughs> rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> out the wall t- with 10 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. But we're always trying to do just different. We wanna be different. We can be, anybody can be weird and stupid, but you gotta do it in a different, more creative way, which is what we try to do. I what mean, is, this, does something you've shot stand out like to as a moment of just another day? I, I always say when they're middle of, when we're in the middle of something really stupid that we're doing. That I mean, again, we're talking about we fully calculated why we're doing it and how it's going to be fun for the audience. But then when I'm doing it, it's just like, man, <laughs> no, this is this is another day at the office <laughs> doing something totally stupid. Yeah. And I mean, you conceive these things and then when you're in it mm-hmm. or dangling from it <laughs> or trying to sell it or whatever it is, I mean, it, you. to me that if you're having those moments then we're doing, you're doing something right. Yeah. I think moments like- What are the best moments the so mo- far? The moments of like pure creativity that you can like see us figuring out as you go mm-hmm. are yeah. the ones that I like the best. Like we did this thing with two giant teddy bears where oh, yeah. essentially there was no game plan for like how no. we were gonna make that work. <laughs> <laughs> like we were just like, we wanna do a, a battle with two giant teddy bears. And so you can see us figuring it out on camera and like f- discovering what everything was gonna be. Cause we had no idea if any mm-hmm. of that would work at all or even if we could get inside and of that's it. That's when you can tell we're having, I think that's what people love is when they can see we're actually having a ton of fun doing something, exploring something we didn't know would work or not. Yeah. And then when it does work, it's incredible. It's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like that, there's this curiosity like, well, how do I, can we get a bear big enough? How do, how do I get in it? Right. Mm-hmm. How do I get out of it? How do I, uh, how all do of I those fight th- in it? How do I, of course. And documenting that is super important to us. Yeah. Like capturing those moments yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like you so guys everyone are discovering across America something. can do it as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hopefully. 
Um, no, it's weird too because I think that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like going back to those childhood moments where you're with your friend maybe and you have two giant teddy bears like your sisters or something and you're like, we're not doing anything today. Uh, we should do something weird with these teddy bears. And like that's what we want the show to be like. <laughs> it's like you're there with your best friend just like trying to figure out something to do and then you make something totally crazy happen. Yeah, and I think the interesting thing is that, you know, your show, I mean, we in the same way that GMM has a broad audience in terms of age, you know, the kind of the peak demographic of people who watch GMM is 18 to 24. Mm -hmm. The second highest group uh, is 25 to 34. And then it's actually 13 to 17. The youngest kids are, um, that's their third. So the interesting thing is, while we're doing really dumb stuff, uh, you guys are doing really dumb stuff yeah. as well. <laughs> but let's say you. silly. Let's I, not, did, I don't even yeah. want to say dumb. Silly. <laughs> like, oh, silly. it's mythical. We can use the term mythical because <laughs> it's hitting the trifecta. You know, creativity, curiosity, and yeah. tomfoolery. It's but not just. It's not dumb. It's not stupid. It's not just. Well, it's tom. It's uh, tomfoolery. To, to finish the point. Silliness. To finish the point, adults are watching this, and I think because. That it appeals to people, right? right? Seeing grown people do silly stuff, <laughs> it appeals to people because it's not, when we kind of lock ourselves into, and this is where I kind of take issue with Miss Wiener's article, uh, or at least being included in it. I don't think, I'm not saying that her, her the, the thing about the culture and the get it, you know, boys will be boys is wrong. I'm saying that including us as an example of that, where I disagree with that, is the fact that People get locked into quote unquote normal jobs. Uh, you grow up and you've got real responsibilities and it can be, become very easy to just be consuming those responsibilities and never have any outlet for your fun, right? If you've got a job where, in, in, first of all, lots of people have jobs where they've gotta be serious the entire day and those people are, you know, I don't want my doctor in a teddy bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> I want, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but that doesn't mean that he's not gonna have, he or she is not gonna have an outlet for Tom Fullery in their life. And I think that it's your show is an escape for that from that. Right. And it's not, to Link's point, it's not just one thing. It's not just Tom Fullery, right? If it was just stupid and that was all it was, which there are a lot of YouTube videos that are just stupid. Mm -hmm. But if it if it but it has an originality, creativity, and a curiosity factor to it that I think kind of redeems and let, and let and makes you feel as a responsible adult, I can get into this, I can laugh at it and not feel like I'm just wasting my time. Right. Well, you know, I I think when we talked about like starting 10 feet tall and what it was gonna look like and it, in addition to also saying, okay, this is a starting point. These are some ideas, let's agree on what this is and then you guys go and make it happen and then make it your own and it'll morph over time. Even with that being said, as a side note, I remember talking early on about uh, a, the, some of the first ideas and we talked about Jackass, about mm -hmm. how, well, we're not, gonna, we're not just gonna make another version of Jackass. If you guys wanna do weird things, it's like these are some other elements that I think you guys were interested in including that we've already talked about. But then I, I actually don't even wanna throw Jackass under the bus. I didn't, I didn't watch it a whole lot and I haven't watched any of the movies. We've actually, we talked about the movies because you've watched them. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you actually need to watch them because there's a level of creativity that went into a lot of the way that they, that they did those stunts. I'm it's a fan. Like, so even something like Jackass, you may say, 
well, that is just plain stupid. I mean, <laughs> right. ju just does getting hit in the balls. I mean, that gets old. <laughs> and it keeps does. Getting happening hit everywhere else. It, it, it does happens get to me over and over again. <laughs> yeah, on my but even shoot. that, there's, yeah, a, it does. there's a level of creativity that went into what what they did. That again, we want to do we want to do something different. I think mythicality includes some other things besides that. But I can't even write that off and say I can't right. even point to jackass and say, well, that's what. That's kind of base level. Right. And we're going to keep talking about that, but first we're going to take a short break to show some love to our sponsors. Did you know that every episode of Ear Biscuits is available on Spotify? And you've got even more reasons to be on Spotify now than just uh, Ear Biscuits because we've, we've now uploaded playlists, music playlists. We had a, uh, a summer playlist and a, uh, now we just added the fall playlist uh, not too long ago. Enjoy an Ear Biscuit, enjoy some fall music. One of my favorite Merle Haggard songs just has the word fall in the title. Right, It has nothing clever. to do with the season, but I put that on there because I want you to be introduced, uh, Mythical Beast, to one of my favorite Merle Haggard songs. I'm always on a mountain when I fall. You, and you can fall in the fall, that happens. Sure. I, I went less with the fall theme and more with just the vibe of yeah. the, like the, the tempo and the feel, and I'm always trying to introduce people to Jason, Jason Isbell because I love the guy's music. Mm -hmm. He's got a relatively new album, Nashville Sound, and I put the, uh, it's a love song, If We Were Vampires. It's yeah, one of those great. songs that if my wife and I listen to it together, we'd both start crying, so we just don't listen to it together. Uh, so you can get that, but again, you can also listen to this podcast. Yeah, you just go to spotify.com slash podcast, or you go to the app Tap Browse and look for us in the podcast section, and we'll be there. There'll be other podcasts too, so uh, you can do that after listening to ours. And now on with the biscuit. Well, I mean, the fact that we wrote about, we dedicated a whole chapter to embracing immaturity in the book of mythicality. Uh, I think the reason why we did that is because we wanted to tap back into the experiences we had when we, you know, when we were just becoming friends and uh, I guess over the, well, over the years and even with GMM, the way that we stay in touch with our inner child, you know? And I think that's what you guys bring to 10 Feet Tall and what we bring to GMM is the, we kind of, we channel viewers into their inner child, you know? It's like, okay, I remember I used to feel that way. I wish I could jump headlong into a bowl of cereal. Right. Or dangle from a crane, <laughs> you know? It's a lot more painful than you yeah. think. <laughs> I'm very comfortable. But, but when did you guys uh, realize that you both were like, you obviously had to connect as friends and then realize that you're both willing to act like fools. And kind of, cause, you, cause it isn't, you know, it isn't for everybody. Right, it, uh. acting that acting that way, <laughs> or appreciating adults oh, acting I that know. way, isn't for everybody. So you have to find somebody uh, who's willing to think that way. Like, what what was the initial? Because you were already here, Alex. Mm -hmm. You were working here. Yeah, and I then I remember it. And you started as a as a mm -hmm. PA, right? As an intern. As an intern. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was probably. Oh, I know. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Does it does it have anything to do with? Uh, e-cigarettes? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's where it really hit its peak. Oh, oh yeah, where we, he's got an earlier where one. Where we really know we had something there. But, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that one. Yeah, so yeah. you're going earlier. What's I was the... probably like three weeks into my internship. Okay. And, you know, I'm fresh out of college. I'm really nervous. Like, it's first job in the industry. Yeah, like we I thought gotta, Mike was a mute for the first I was first like, we got we to make a good impression. You know, <laughs> all your professors are like, if you screw up the first one, Oh, they you're in trouble. You were real. thinking oh, that. Really? Uh-huh. They this is my impression. They're like, on you. Don't they're like it's hard up. enough to get, even get like an inter- an interview anywhere. The, uh, like, don't screw <laughs> the this up. The thought of you trying to not screw it up with me so, is so funny <laughs> to me now. Well, I learned that. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. that's great. But I remember there was an instance. So you interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the theater across the hall there. Yeah. Sat in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Remember, we were loading a van for something, and we were carrying a table, and you asked me if it was too heavy or something. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know it was very inappropriate, and I don't I don't remember why I said it. But you laughed so hard, and I was so shocked. I was like, fine. It was I like, like meeting somebody up. for the first time yeah. after like, like well, being he, around them. He, for like a, three he weeks. said something. Yeah, yeah. And B, it was funny. Yeah, very funny. Well, I and remember there were qu- <laughs> there were questions about Mike, right? Sure. But people would be like, uh, he does he, he doesn't talk a lot. It, uh, I remember Link asking one time, "Is he upset about something?" <laughs> <laughs> and then no, and then I, Stevie I think was the like, question was. Is he upset about everything? <laughs> right, right. And then Stevie was like, no, no, no. Mike is actually really funny. Uh, ask Alex. <laughs> the application wasn't, Mike is really funny, just hang out with him for a while. It was just, no, just go straight to Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll tell, he'll you, tell that you Mike is funny. <laughs> um, well, no. What was the e-cig thing? We like Eddie was going through a period where he was vaping a lot, and Mike would <laughs> Mike would tell him he could vape anything. So we would pick. Up, this is such a stupid thing. We would like pick up a glass, and you'd be like, <laughs> like pretend vaping a glass, and then he, I was like, Mike, please don't vape the building. Well, <laughs> like, well, Mike, like it's the dumbest thing. We but. went to Eddie had like a housewarming party or something. Oh once. yeah, we went there, and there was a guy there who was super like hardcore into vaping. Okay, like, really into the culture about it. Talking and, about like, his box mod. On his and I went there and I did the vape bit. And and he, meaning you, you, he pretended to vape like uh, a pencil like or a something. Scooter. I think there's a razor scooter in the room. So you made fun of the guy to his face. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought that was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in oh, my life. But that guy didn't like it. I, he didn't get it. Which <laughs> I, happens a lot. No, <laughs> I remember. No, I remember. I was that's, like, that's the best joke. Yeah. Oh, remember, those are my favorite. I Only t- your friend gets. Yeah, I I'm remember a selfish. Making you go up and talk to him though, be like, "Hey, go tell that guy that you could vape anything." Well, I told him I was a sponsored scooter (laughs) guy too. (laughs) Like you were, you were with Razor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's so funny. That party was so wild too. I wonder if he bought a scooter after that. He was interested. Vape culture is—they are very, very defensive. Like when we did that whole, um, when we brought the Surgeon Surgeon General on to talk about e-cigarettes. Yeah. Oh man, we had some people who were just like boycotted the show because yeah. we said we let the Surgeon General come on and say scientific things about <laughs> vaping. There's, I remember a guy made a response video and he did like like a beat for beat, like every ten seconds he would interrupt. Their Here's the be problem. Like, with okay, that. you're wrong, man. And he's like ripping his little vape the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> really? I love yeah. that. Just, I'm well, sorry for all the vapors we, we lost. And, if, and you know what? Is that why the Surgeon General got fired? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, right. of that yeah, response yeah, yeah, video? Yeah, yeah. It really took <laughs> off. Oh, we so. did it. <laughs> Thank you to all the vapors uh, who, are, who, who, who are still with us, you know? <laughs> Keep vaping, uh, so that's funny to me. <laughs>
Can't say, I can't honestly funny. say keep vaping, but uh, I mean, yeah, we're not going to say that. Surgeon General was fired, so I mean, but this the science still backs him up. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the things I want to talk about too was the. Um, I think we've got. Speaking of science, I think we've got science on our side. You know, we do it. We do a we do a job where we get to do a lot of foolish things, right? Um, and I think that that has kind of caused us to perceive ourselves as younger than we actually are. We were talking about mm-hmm. earlier today that, like, when I watch, I mean, I'm gonna be 40 in October, but when I watch, like, the NBA, mm-hmm. they all seem older than me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, James Harden at least 45, right? right. No <laughs> doubt about it. And <laughs> I feel like they're the always, yeah. like, when do you start, like, now- They're this, also more talented than yeah. you. Vince Carter. Vince Carter is older than me, but he may be like the only one, right? Now, at what point do you begin to feel older than NBA mm-hmm. basketball players or just professional athletes in general? I think the question is: Does the average thirty-nine-year-old feel that way when they watch NBA? Um, hmm. I don't know. When there's we don't not in any, here. We don't we have can only ask. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, yeah, I feel like they're older than me. And I've seen them in person. And they're also athletes, and you've been watching that since you were a kid. Right. So, so there's other things, but then like you, you know, like sometimes you'll you'll just um, well, I went, you'll meet somebody. You'll meet somebody. Well, and I, then you'll find out that dude's thirty nine. <laughs> that dude's the yeah. same age. That dude's younger than me. I will meet people. It happens a lot. And I'm not in talking about. I'm not talking about looking kids. old. I'm not talking about like. Looking old. No, it's it's, it's about, a total package. Yeah, yeah. Acting old. Like I will meet parents of my of of uh, friends of my kids. That's one way to put it. And what? What the hell? <laughs> parents of friends. How that's else? Not friends. That's Definitely one way. Definitely not friends. So my kids' friends' parents that's is one another way, way yeah, to put right, it. That's, yeah. Right. And I just find myself thinking. Do they think I'm a kid too? <laughs> <laughs> like I literally think that I'm, I'm like I'm wearing a I'm hat. I'm not a kid. Like they're taking out juice boxes and they give you I'm, one yeah. too. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like would you would you like a would you like a sliced orange? It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm also a dad. I'm here I'm here to support the kids in their sports or whatever. Because I'm like wearing a hat or like a sh- I'm wearing a freaking T-shirt a shirt with, with a, a dog, dog on it. it. Right. And That's then I'm cool, wearing though. like a a. a uh, a trendy hat. And at some point. I mean, not that trendy, Mike. That's see, always been that's, weird to me. That's how I know when I wear hats. No, no when. <laughs> you yeah, can be honest. Sure, sure. When I walk through the office, like, <laughs> I, it is a little weird. I've never asked my dad, but I always wonder did he dress like this forever? Yeah. Or did it happen at some point? It happened right. at some yeah. point. Because that's the question. When, when, when do you why? need to make the transition? Well, he got a real job. We never got real jobs. We I did, mean, it's no, pretty no, obvious. No, we, did, we dressed. You remember how we dressed well, when we yeah, were engineers? Well, we had engineer. We had real jobs. And Khakis yeah, with polo shirts. I dress, tucked in. We dress like fifty-five-year-old guys. Yeah. I dress like an eighteen-year-old most <laughs> of the time, and right. like people have commented on that. I mean, yeah. you were talking about maybe switching up your wardrobe this summer after your experience on Buddy System. You're like, I remember you talking to me. I was mm-hmm. like, I had some chambray pants or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I had some chambray pants on this shoot, and I'm thinking about changing everything up. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but for him that would be moving from like being a youngster to being like a hobo. Yeah, it's, he's, he's skipping tracks. I wouldn't get older though. He wouldn't get older. He would just get more comfortable. 
You yeah. just less that's respect. Like, that's a stepping stone. And too. I have or like some a of those. guru. Yeah, like all of a sudden, sure. Rhett shows up at work. And it's like, why are you dressed like a guru? <laughs> but the funny but thing ne- is, but not an, but not old. Right. It only works with the man bun, and I don't have that. <laughs> and I'm not gonna have that have in real that. life. Yeah. And so then you, it just it sure. doesn't really complete the look. But but, but res- I mean, but a job, but a normal job that you start to uh, assimilate. Yeah. And, and I mean to do certain jobs like to be an engineer and to walk to when I had to walk out on the floor of the factory at IBM and tell them <laughs> um, the conveyor belt goes here or <laughs> you're fired sir because a robot is replacing you. Like when I would do things like that and I would my shirt better be tucked in right. if you want people to move that conveyor belt. But it can't be all about dress, right? We can't. I don't. It's super, too superficial. And my, and my hairstyle. Well, okay, hairstyle is part of it. But it. But it's more of a mentality. Because too. I don't. I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying anything about ex- external stuff because I feel like this is more like internal age perception. I okay. think is the is ultimately what we're saying. I mean, we have the luxury in the in the town that we live in. Yeah, in the industry that we're that. in, mm-hmm. specifically what our jobs are in the industry. We can kind of just never grow up externally. There will be this time sooner for us than for you guys, in which is sort of like, why is that fifty-year-old guy dressed like a child? <laughs> um, and so because he's still a YouTuber, you have that, to that's gonna find be a way to make a transition, and it will maybe be suddenly very awkward, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but for, there were people like back in Harnett County growing up, like I think Coach Brandle, my soccer coach. Mm-hmm. He he never, he grew up, but he never grew old. Hmm. Yeah. It's like Peter Pan. He would wear like a soccer jersey and soccer pants and no underwear. <laughs> yeah. And if the light. <laughs> Hold on, that has the, nothing to do with age. If the light hit his, <laughs> yeah, under, if the light hit his <laughs> soccer pants just right, you could tell. Umbros. He had no underwear on. It's like, that's not something a responsible yes, adult does <laughs> when you're parading up and down like a, <laughs> Nobody really line. ever goes command. I mean, that's going commando. Like, I mean, you you right when you're born, you are, but then you soon after wear a diaper and then you transition to underwear. It's like I, I think that actually <laughs> signifies really old. Like, <laughs> 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 he did, but he, he was young at heart. He stops caring. He was, he was young at heart. And okay, in science backs this up that this is a good way to live. This is a good way to think about yourself. Two researchers. A university college in London looked at the responses of about 6,500 men and women who answered the question, how old do you feel you are? The respondents were aged 52 and older with an average age of 65. Their answers, about 70% felt three or more years younger than their actual age, 25% felt close to their actual age, and 5% felt more than one year older than their actual age. Uh, Then, eight years after the study, participants answered the age question Oh, eight years after the study that where they answered the question, researchers went back and determined uh, who was still alive. Oh. 75% of those who felt older than their age were still alive, 82% of those who felt their actual age were still alive, and 86% of those who felt younger than their actual age were still alive. So a 10, 11% increase in longevity, well not longevity, but you know, people still being alive after eight years just because of the percep- perception of their age. Then it goes in to talk about like, well, what is that? If you think that you're younger, you tend to think, I've got more of my life ahead of me, you make better choices about your diet or whatever, but I'm sure there's like lots of connections that they'll, they'll continue to discover. But there's an argument to be made 
that when you kind of grow up and you start seeing yourself as who as your actual age, you actually increase your your risk of dying early or on time. And you may be able to cheat death a little bit if you think that you're younger than you are. Well, let's each get in our minds yeah. how old we actually feel like we are. And don't say it out loud because I don't want I don't want I don't want your answer to sway me. Cuz you know if you say an answer I'll just copy it. So I got how old do we feel? Mm. Okay. Got it. Mhm. I got an answer. Okay. I got my answer. You can't change your answer. Yeah, I well I'll go first. Let's well let's start from youngest to oldest. Okay. Mm, yeah. So Mike. Now how old are you again? I'm 24. Okay. <laughs> About God. to be 25. I feel 19. What? <laughs> Specifically. Why? I feel like I don't feel any different than the year I graduated high school. Uh, that there may be a I problem. know I know I am and I've done some <laughs> I've done things to show that it hasn't hindered me, I hope. <laughs> but I don't feel like I think any so differently. 19. Like you don't I see, think any differently? I know I do, but I don't feel you like You know that your different. brain of all of us, you're the only one whose brain is actually still developing. Still going. Still, still going. going. Still going. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're stopped a while ago. Your frontal cortex is still developing and will until an average age of 26. Ooh, so you careful. actually don't become as like cognitively yeah. capable as you will be until you're 26. And then you peak and then it basically starts going downhill. Which is why like, we haven't great, given up on for you. that. <laughs> I just feel like Mike's might not be. I don't want to like I don't mean to undercut what you're saying. <laughs> he's been vaping too much. Yeah. He's been he, he's been vaping scooters. The guy was vaping that scooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stopped when you vaped that scooter. <laughs> That's very the possible. The cortex just like it's a wrap. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm <laughs> out. Okay, how old do I feel? Well, I'm old now. Well, I just I don't know. <laughs> I feel you're 28, right? 28. I feel 23. <laughs> Not okay. bad. Four years. That's younger. because when you tell me it's been five years since I've been in college, I just think there's no way. Like, I feel exactly the same as I did when I was a senior in college. And it feel, I don't know. Hmm. I just feel like nothing has changed since that <laughs> time. But I hope to God some things have. Because <laughs> I'm tw- 23 year old Alex was a mess. But still, I feel like mentally, I'm pretty much the same. Hmm. I don't know, but that's a big, uh, five years seems like a long time now that I say it out loud. Yeah, but you having changed and been through a lot in the in those years, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't, you can't still feel like that, right. that same person. I mean, you're gonna be, I don't know, you're gonna be surprised, but I'm going last though, so <laughs> I think you're gonna be surprised at my number. Oh. <laughs> I believe in my heart of hearts that I'm 26 years old. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. 26. So 26 is it for me. That's his, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm younger than the real you <laughs> yeah, yeah. in my mind, <laughs> but not younger than the you in your mind. Right. So you're still younger than me on both accounts. If we ca- compare <laughs> right. an apple this to apples, Alex. This is actually kind of shocking because I'm gonna give you my number and then I'm gonna give you the theory for why you feel how old you are and I feel how old I am and it's the same reason. So okay. I am 39, will be 40 in October. I feel 27. <laughs> oh, that's right. So proportionately correct. And yeah. and uh, no, not, no. Yes. Uh, you're, you're a year <laughs> older than me. Uh, no, because we're both 39 right now. Oh, so yeah. in this but moment. You're, but you're about to be. You're practically 40. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Yeah, but that's not, that's not the reason. It's, okay. not, it's not relative. It is 
the age that we were when we had our first child. Yeah. Mm. You were 26 when Lily was born and I was 27 when Locke was born. And that was- It was the, a milestone. That was the last, and I didn't, listen, I didn't come up with it's that. A good I came up with that irrespective. I was like, how old do I feel? I was like, 27, I feel like my life, while my life has changed drastically and being the father of two kids or three kids is different than one kid mm -hmm. and being the father of a teenager is different than being right. the father of a newborn. But being a father. But being a father is like the last great milestone. That we've experienced. And it's also, you know, after that magic 26 year old age where you're fully cognitively developed. <laughs> and right. it's like. You'll get there, Mike, don't, I got don't to worry. That, I, I got to that so. point and it's like, okay, I'm married, I got kids, I'm a homeowner, I got a job. Like that was also, um, you know, we hadn't started Mythical Entertainment at that point, but like we had all the trappings, right? The things that kind of define you in your life stage. And at that point, it's kind of feel like, all right, I haven't really gotten any older since then. I also feel like I'm kind of cheating life that I have so many kids that are as old as they are. Because out here in LA, you start to feel like um, people who have kids my age are a lot older. So it's easier to believe you're young. Oh, you're, yeah, out here. But hey. hold on, wouldn't that make me feel older? No, makes you feel younger when yeah, you that's, meet that's your the point I was trying kids, to make. friends, yeah. parents. Yeah, they're older than and me. And they're all 10 years older. You know, because if you got a 13 year old out here, yeah, pe when people are like, got a 13 year old, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You've got a third, you guys, well, when did you have them? 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you figure yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But but the theory applies to you guys. Yeah, I was just what you say, were saying about the, Alex, college. about the college thing, you That's were like. That's the last major milestone I've had in my life. Yeah. Honestly. Well, leaving, I mean, I, m maybe graduating from college yeah, was yeah. the milestone. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? 23. But you don't, f yeah, so that, yeah, you, once you cross that threshold. Yeah. And then, I mean, I said, like, the next kind of chunk is, like, post-college and then I started working here, which but, has actually been a while, three, yeah. three and a half years. Mm -hmm. But Mike, Crazy. you feel like, okay, so I, in your mind. I know where you're getting at. College. There's a reason for that. College oh, yeah. was no. I probably know yours too, the reason why. Because when I graduated high school, I immediately, within like a month, moved to Nashville. Okay. And then a year after that, I moved to Chicago. You gonna be a country music singer? We didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be a uh, audio engineer. Ooh. Which is what I originally wanted to do. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> I bet that's but, a sexy story. <laughs> <laughs> so I lived in, Nashville, lived in Nashville for a year. Then I moved to Chicago a year after that for three years. And then I moved to LA right after that. So I feel like I've just been going since I graduated high school. Nothing has been like. Yeah, your college experience is very fragmented. years of stability. Oh, so you're, you're mm -hmm. you've been itinerant. Mm -hmm. Itinerant. Mm -hmm. How do you say that? I couldn't tell you. I did a rod. Yeah, yeah, I did a rod. <laughs> he did the I did a rod across America. So immature of me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but it, but okay. So it's wow. We've really we, we, tapped we, into we this. Yeah, yeah, my God, that's hmm. scary. Yeah, I can d like divide my life into end of college and then post college. That's how I feel right now. Like I'm developing as a person, kind of like through college, trying to figure things out, and then after that, you're like real world. But like, when does it change? Like, but what, it is what identity. is the, ne what yeah, is the next milestone? We're talking about identity. In yeah. terms of like when you when you meet someone at a party, and the first thing you ask someone is, "What's your name?" But besides the name, <laughs> it's like, "What do you do?" Or, you know, 
Do you have a partner? Do you have kids? That type of stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's like these very simplistic, oversimplified ways to think about that associate, well, who am I? Am I am I a dad? And once you're a dad, oh, there's no going back from that. There's no recovering <laughs> from that one. And then it's associated with a certain, this is what I do. You know, I, I think a lot about, in terms of being a dad, I think about being young, not just for myself now, but for my kids. Like I like to, I, I mean, it's a great way to connect and bond with the kids to be like, I mean, when I'm at the dinner table and Lincoln still got that, um, uh, what's it called? Cast. It's called a cast. He's got a cast <laughs> on his arm and people are signing it now and I'm like, oh, it's like, and these are people he's meeting at school now and I'm like, uh, Who's Gina? Like, <laughs> Who's Gina? And Gina. I was like, don't write a, don't write a VA in front of that. <laughs> and like oh, that, told that's that? my Got joke him. at dinner at the dinner table. Virginia Gina, <laughs> <laughs> Gina from Virginia. Virginia. And uh, oh, God. you know, it's like that, that's a stupid joke. It's, that's not a joke a dad should make. Well, good dad. Unless you're yeah. a really good <laughs> my dad. Good dad it's like I can joke. get on your level, man. Yeah. What? Well, this is funny because. <laughs> So <laughs> Locke was, you know, getting ready to go to school, uh, first day of like real school, you know, and um, he was, we were talking about what he was gonna wear and uh, he had like sweatpants. Oh, come on now. Uh -huh. First but, day of school, you got Yeah, it. yeah, but, and then I'm like, you gonna wear sweatpants? Like they were like like these, but they're not like, they were like, Cool sweatpants, you know, like, mm. and they like say like drop he, crotch. He, he's kind of crotch well, no, joggers. They weren't, no, yeah. they were they weren't even drop crotch, but they were like he kind of dresses like at any moment a basketball game could break out. You got to be ready. <laughs> and <laughs> he's really into basketball, but he also was like, Dad, like it's a jockler. Seventy percent of the kids will be wearing sweatpants. It's not because 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 I was like, why don't you just wear like skinny jeans and a button up? Ooh, yeah, very cool. And he was like. Cause I'm not of your generation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang! No. Wait, how old am I? Like, I was thinking, yeah, good, good call, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm literally wearing. Call, yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't kids at his school who wear skinny jeans and a button up. I'm, but he's basically. It was the first time where I was like, Am I like <laughs> out of? Is that like? Is that like an older guy thing now? Yeah. Like kids, like not. Millennials, but whatever the teenagers are now, whatever that generation is, like they they're thinking differently about about that, and they've gotten like more casual in their clothing, at least in California. And uh, I was like, oh, because I because I I kind of like to take pride in the fact that like I know the you know whatever music they want to listen to, it's like we can enjoy it together. It's not like mm -hmm. I want you to listen to Elvis, son. Like you know I. <laughs> Like I can, Elvis. I connected with my parents' music, but it was very much like it was okay. I'm going to listen to Elvis. I'm going to listen to Chuck Berry. I'm going to listen to the Four Seasons because they listened to those records and they had them. Uh, but I was connecting with kind of a throwback. But they weren't listening to in the '80s. I was listening to Michael Jackson, you know, in Weird Al. <laughs> I was listening to Michael Jackson sing a song and then Weird Al sing it again. And but they didn't know or care about any of that. Yeah, but, but and I, I'm doing the same thing. Like I'm talking, to, like I'm very into music. So I'm like, I'm trying to teach Lincoln how to appreciate Kendrick Lamar. And I'm like, listen, there's some, and help him process 
past like foul language and say, okay, there's, there's what's he really talking about? What's he really Nuance. talking about here? So he started to break this down, and then one morning I was so I was trying to connect with him, and I was playing um, Outcast. <laughs> so this was like a 1996 or maybe 95 song, and I Lincoln walks in. I'm like. Lincoln, there would be no Kendrick Lamar if it wasn't for Outkast. <laughs> so you sit down and listen to this, and I realized, as hip as I thought I was, like this is now the new yeah, old man yeah, thing yeah. to say. <laughs> like me talking about, there's this group called Outkast, <laughs> and there wouldn't be Kendrick Lamar without Outkast. Oh, I got it's like one that's even more embarrassing than that because we were we were driving along, and I was like, I want you kids to listen to what I thought was like the best music. <laughs> When yeah. I was your age, and I played Young MC. <laughs> Do you guys even know Young no. MC? No. Okay. <laughs> like Bust a Move. So, you don't know that song. Okay. I probably heard yeah, Bust yeah, a yeah, Move, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and I was like, we're gonna listen to the whole album. The whole album. It's and we couldn't. Were we on a road trip. It's so yeah, we were. It's oh. so bad. Now, <laughs> Outcast, in, in contrast, holds up. Right? Oh, oh well, yeah. But uh, Young MC does not hold up at all. Like it's. The, it's so stupid, like, like very segmented. Like oh, the, oh talking down the yeah, yeah. street. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not you know, it's not quite like uh, parents just don't understand. It's well, I mean, it's kind of the same era, but anyway, like, and that was the point. I was like, this Bubble is like gum rap. This is like getting my kids to listen to something, and, and I kind of admitted in the middle. I was like, this is this isn't good, is it? This is. This is this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> to well, okay, yeah, that's worse. I mean, Outcast is a legitimate forefather to Kendrick Lamar and right. my kids. It's a, <laughs> Young it's MC a, isn't helping It's anybody. a valuable yeah. part of their education. But I just realized how long it's been since that, I mean, we're talking 20 years. I mean, I had, a crazy. I had a moment like that when I was in New York. Like just very, very like on that trip because I was leaving, I just had like left the hotel or something and I remember seeing like a pack of New York teenagers. <laughs> and I was like, pack of them. Dang, these kids are so much cooler than like, you know, I think I'm a, a pretty hip, you know? I know what's going on with the kids these days. <laughs> but I remember seeing like these, these kids were so much cooler than I could ever be. I was like, so they grow up in New York, like yeah. they're all dressed way cooler than me. They have, they had like boom boxes, like people did in the eighties and nineties and stuff like that, but they were like, Cool new Bluetooth boom boxes walking down the street. <laughs> it's like, dang, these kids are so cool, man. So you felt old. And also old and like a little scared. Like they could beat me up at any time if they yeah. wanted to. It was kind of intense. Oh. Weird. There was a physical element. Yeah, there. yeah. Mike, have you ever felt old yet? Oof. Do you I ever not know. feel 19? Never, no. <laughs> I don't know. Have I felt old? Are you still yeah, the I youngest guess person when in when mythical I, entertainment? Uh, Chase is younger than you, I think. Chase is? I think we're the same age. Oh, really? Do I feel old ever? No, not yet. Yeah. I felt, I had, yeah, I've had Well, when it happens, <laughs> just ignore it like we do. Yeah. <laughs> I probably <laughs> will. If you want to live forever. And I think the point is, is it's also, it's, it's okay, right? It's like, um, it's, it's, there's nothing, again, we're making the distinction between somebody who never grows up and never takes responsibility for their life and somebody who does take responsibility for their life but then doesn't completely grow up and is willing to do childish things. It's like, I kind of feel like there's something inside you that dies a little bit and possibly yourself later dies 
when you just say, all right, I'm putting all that aside and I'm not ever gonna be silly. I'm not ever gonna imagine or do the things, the unreserved things that I would have done as a child. Uh, and again, some people are lucky and they get to do it for their job and we get to just act like fools. When And if, if you were to take and do the stuff that we do on our shows at your house or at your school, you'd be expelled. <laughs> uh, Box so, boxing is not um, <laughs> But it, you know, one of the cool things that I have seen uh, a lot of times is I'll see like a fan video of like a father and a son doing like their own Willet or doing like something that we did on the show. Yeah, we had a kid you know? who spent 24 hours in mm -hmm. a box after yeah. we did our like yeah. after we did our photo booth thing and his like mom what? sent us like updates they're like yeah. here he goes he's about to start 24 hours in this cardboard box <laughs> where was the box like just in his living room yeah <laughs> he wasn't really roughing it like we were but <laughs> still it was like dope it was cool that it was yeah. like i don't know well, cool and even his mom just yeah, yeah being a part of that yeah exactly. like her participating in in yeah. that mm -hmm. Tom Fullery, you know? Did he do it? Did he, he did, yeah, we got, a, he, we got a video of him coming out at like hour 24, he was stuck. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, it was Of course, cool. you guys didn't actually do it. Yeah, oh, it was we the camera. actually <laughs> did. <laughs> no, like, Every time I showed you've... up, you were in there. Yeah, exactly, that's why, I, I <laughs> that's mean, that's great. why you were laughing so hard that morning is because you couldn't believe that we were still right. there. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's just coming up with something that's ridiculous, but then saying, who knows what we're gonna learn mm -hmm. or how we're gonna grow as people. Yeah. Or like our brains, I mean, the science of it, you start to make all these, you go out on so many limbs, your brain grows, man, it connects. Oh, you think it's, the brain is growing and connecting? It grows and connects, man, it keeps <laughs> you It keeps you alive. When you, when you say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in head first, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, metaphorically speaking. But in, I mean, it's check the check the depth. This is anecdotal, but you 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 know there there are just people who are like, I'm old. Well, I can't do that anymore. Well, that was something I was gonna ask. Actually, is like people. One of the few negative notes that we ever get is like, oh, this is so mature or something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know like how you guys kind of react to that or what you think about that. Like when people come at you, there's like not much bad you can say about the shows, I think in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But like the ne the only negative notes that we've gotten is really like, oh, that's so dumb or that's mm -hmm. so immature. But it's, I don't know, I it, that's kind of, it's a little upsetting that people are so quick to discredit for that reason. It's like, yeah, it's, it's dumb, but it took forever to come up with this. And it's like, <laughs> you didn't come up with this, you know? And it's well, like, it was a cool thing to do. I just think that if somebody says that about one of your videos, uh, they're just not getting the joke. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like, do you really think that the main motivation here is to really figure out how to get inside of a bear? It's like, no, that's, <laughs> that's almost part of the fun that we're legitimately yeah, exactly. asking the question. But it's really for that moment that we can be two bears fighting each other. Yeah. And there's just a, it's just like we talk about in the book. It's when we were inside that uh, cereal bowl and uh, I actually saw uh, on Facebook recently, they reposted it. Um, somebody had curated the five top moments of Link freaking out or whatever. Yeah. Was, and yeah. one of them is in the cereal bowl. And that was, there was like this pure 
I mean, I was there too. It was kind of a bigger moment for you than it was for me. But <laughs> we it was were a there big as moment well for both. Oh, both yeah. of us yeah. were. We were all there. But there's That's this flashback. Right. Yeah. Pure, like, unadulterated joy and euphoria of just being able to do something like that without regard to uh, anybody's perception of it. Yeah. And people are going to be like, this is dumb. I don't get it. This is immature. Or this is a waste of cereal. <laughs> you get that <laughs> we a lot donated too. it. It was donated. We gave it to horses. But it's, it's that moment. I mean, yeah. it's. It's that moment, I remember the first time I successfully rode a bike. Like I was, my Aunt TC was gonna teach me to ride a bike and she did that thing where she was like holding onto the back and running with me. And then and we were going around the house. And then one time I came around the house and when I came around the house, I saw her. <laughs> and I knew she couldn't be behind me anymore. And I was That's like, true. it was, it felt like I was flying. <laughs> I felt like I was flying, and then I fell. But for, <laughs> but before I fell, that was that was I mean that moment was something that I felt when I when I came up out of that cereal, and I know you guys feel it. Oh, I mean yeah. that's the magic that you capture is not just okay they actually did it, but they experienced it. Yeah, you know that, you ex it's it's you experience life, man. Hmm. You grab it by the balls. <laughs> you embrace immaturity. And it's, um, it's something to be celebrated, not something to be apologized for.